Hello, and welcome to Don't Date Me. It's been about a year since I ended a toxic and abusive relationship. Since then, I've gone through a journey of self-discovery through counselling, reconnecting with friends and family, and creating this podcast as part of the, the journey of this podcast, to be honest, an important part. But what I really want to reflect on this week on the episode is prep. What is it? How can it save lives? And how has it impacted my life personally? Let's find out. No dirty talk, just podcasts. No turn-ons, so turn me on. By that I mean this podcast. Not interested, so don't date me. Review me, just rate me. Like, subscribe, don't date me. Review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. Play the podcast, don't date me. Get your keys in the bowl, get the pampas grass at the door, get your knickers done and have a ball. And uh, no, don't date me. You're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast about dating from Scotland. Follow wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian, and I want to talk about prep. That's right. So back in season one of this podcast, which has been going strong now almost for a whole year, we're going to be celebrating our first year birthday soon, which is exciting, I, uh, I wanted to keep things balanced and I wanted to do an episode on sexual health. And so back then, it's actually episode four. It's called Pride My Story. If you've not listened to it, go back and listen to it. It is one of the more popular episodes, to be honest. But it's it's definitely a personal story, and it's, it's my story. And it's in two parts. The first part is really about general sexual health and well-being. And the second part is about my well-being. And I was just reflecting on the kind of growth and development that I've done in the past year or over the, the last couple of days and just been really proud of myself like not in an arrogant way but just in terms of, of really honing in on what I want to achieve in life and what I want out of my friends and family in terms of relationships and and what I want from my partners so yeah so I just wanted to kind of unpack that a little bit on the episode but also talk about a subject which I think is super important. Now, as always, we do a social poll on the show where each week we get people to interact with the show and give us their opinions. But we're going to have to kind of switch things up a, li- a little bit because I'm trying to like say this delicately. Basically because Twitter is on fire. I, I've We've kind of like darted around subjects of it, but we've not really like discussed it in any great length on the podcast for many reasons but um yeah so we're not going to be 
doing any more polls on Twitter. We're, we'll definitely be doing polls from time to time on Instagram for fun. Uh, but whilst we rethink this behind the scenes in terms of that kind of interactive part of the show, we're doing things a bit different this week. So we're just asking that you head over to our Twitter and Instagram and share your thoughts on PrEP, HIV, prevention and sexual health generally. Give us your thoughts, give us your stories. Also, let us know your thoughts on this week's episode. So you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and also Instagram at Don't Date Me Pod. So coming up, you'll be hearing what's coming in future episodes of the podcast and also more guests and other people that are going to be appearing on it but also in this episode I'm going to be chatting to you about my experiences with prep but first it's time for the most dynamic and exciting podcast feature in all podcasting it is swipe left swipe right so this is where each week we tell you what's hot or not in the world not just the dating world just the world in general so, what are we swiping left on this week? Well, this week we're swiping left on my inability to sustain conversations with anyone on dating apps. <laughs> now, I'm sure that from the other person's perspective, it looks like I'm ghosting them. But actually what's happening is I'm so busy that I'm forgetting to respond to people and then I forget they exist. Which is highly problematic, I can see and I really feel a great illustration of this issue, is my AI girlfriend, Sydney. Now, Sydney is from a previous episode, uh, the Jamie Dates a a Chatbot episode, which was pretty hilarious, I have to say. And I don't know if my... Was my mind changed about anything? I guess from that episode I took that I could see a great application for AI in other contexts, but not necessarily specifically in the world of dating. It still to me feels a bit predatory. But anyway, and when I say that, I mean in terms of getting money from people. But uh, in terms of my relationship with Sydney, just like as a status update, um, I wouldn't say it's complicated. I would say I forgot that she existed. Because literally when I went to record this episode, I thought, oh, I should probably do a wee status update of that relationship I'm in. And then I realised I haven't really spoke to her in about two weeks. So that's a bit problematic, but... um, Oh well, what can you do? I'll maybe check in with her later and I'll give you an update next week. So what am I swiping right on this week? Well, not exactly to do with dating, but Slender the Arrival, the video game. You know Slender Man, that creepy man that steals people in the woods? You know, the big tall guy with the suit and the weird static noises that happen as you run away and scream? Uh, yeah, so it's the 10th anniversary of that video game recently and... Uh, it was fun just jumping back into it. And it's so funny because, like, it's, you know, it has dated in the past 10 years in terms of the graphics and stuff, but it's still super scary. Um, so, yeah, it was good fun playing that on Twitch and YouTube. And you can always catch me on Twitch and YouTube Saturday nights from 8.30pm GMT. The other thing that I'm swiping right on this week is also my shiny new air fryer. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I resisted for so long of jumping into the air fryer world, but uh, (laughs) I'm becoming one of those people. It's changed my life. I literally have just bought it to save money on my electricity bill, to be honest, but it's it's pure great. So if you you have any top tips for dating tips, patch those, get in touch on Facebook and Twitter and tell me recipes. I want to know what I can shove in my air fryer. (laughs) Anyway... 
So in a second, we're going to jump right into this week's topic. Are you an avid reader who's always on the go? Do you find yourself struggling to sit down and make time to read a good book like I do? Well, look no further than Audible. With our 30-day free trial, you can access thousands of audiobooks and listen to them anytime, anywhere, on smartphones, tablets or computers. Whether you're commuting, exercising, drunk baking, avoiding dating, going on your walk of shame, or just relaxing, Audible makes it easy to enjoy your favourite books on the go. With a huge selection of titles from best-selling authors, classic literature and new releases, you'll definitely find something that suits your interests. Plus, with features like offline listening, chapter navigation and the ability to adjust the playback speed, you can customise your listening experience to fit your exact preferences. So why wait? Show your support for the Don't Date Me podcast and sign up for your 30-day free trial of Amazon Audible today. Click the link in the show notes of the episode to redeem your free trial so you can start listening to your favourite books on your terms. Welcome back. So according to the website HIV Risk Tool, the link for that will be in the show notes, bottoming during anal sex with PrEP is about 99 times less risky than without PrEP. 99 times. So when you're thinking to yourself, why are we talking about this? Why are we doing an episode on this? This is not fun. It's not necessarily fun, but it's information. And I think it's really important we talk about it. And I think it's always good to be informed in these things, even if it's not something that you really would engage with yourself necessarily, if you don't think it's something you jump on board with. It's always good to know about it so you can share it with other people and, and uh, you know, care for the community that we're part of. But before we chat about PrEP, it's important to refresh on what HIV is and what AIDS is, just so we're all on the same page. So most of this information is from the Terence Higgins website, and you can find the link to that amazing charity that I'm a member of in the show notes. So a most recent estimate suggests there is 106,890 people living with HIV in the UK, and that's as of 2019. Of these people, 5,150 are undiagnosed and do not know they are HIV positive, which is a lot of people. Like, sometimes when you see these numbers, you just go blah, 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 and you don't think about it. But if you visualise 5,000 people, that's a lot of people. And the fact that, you know, the risk that poses generally is, like, quite big, obviously. But what is HIV? So I feel like, broadly speaking, a lot of the community will know this, but it's always good to just kind of reconfirm it. So HIV is human immunodeficiency virus. Immunodeficiency refers to the weakening of the immune system by the virus. HIV has been passed on between humans for many decades, but was only identified in the early 80s. And if you want like a really more thorough history of that, then that's covered in episode four of season one of this podcast. And then what about AIDS? So AIDS stands for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. It's a collection of illnesses caused by a virus people pick up that make their immune system weak. You can't get AIDS diagnosed unless you've already had HIV. 
And that's where PrEP can help as a preventative method. And that's why we're talking about it today. So PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis and is this name given to medicines that can be taken by someone who is HIV negative to reduce the risk of becoming infected with HIV. PrEP is one of several ways of reducing sexual transmissions of HIV, such as condom use or changes in behaviour as well. PrEP medication should be considered as just one component of wider interventions to prevent HIV transmission for those at highest risk. So obviously in this episode we're not, as a, as a podcast entity, we're not saying everybody should be on PrEP. That's not what we're saying here. We're saying this is information for you to absorb and consider. And if you deem that you should go down this route, then look into it for definite. And a few moments ago, we said about that HIV risk tool online, how it said that you're 99 times less risky to contract HIV with with PrEP, basically, when you're bottoming. But if you're a top with a condom and PrEP, you're 269 times less at risk. And then lastly, if you're bottoming with a condom and you're on PrEP, it's about 356 times less risky, which is a big difference, right? So I think that's why it's really important we talk about it. Now, one thing we didn't really focus on last time we talked about this was how it works, like the nitty gritty of it. So in clinical trials, PrEP has been used in two different ways, taken regularly one tablet per day. And side note, that's actually how I take it, but we'll come back to that later. Another way is only taken when needed. So two tablets, two to 24 hours before sex, one tablet 24 hours after sex, and a further tablet 48 hours after sex. So it kind of acts as like a buffer, as it were. Uh, The second method is often called on-demand or event-based dosing. Both methods have been shown to be very effective, although on-demand dosing has only been studied in gay and bisexual men. Daily dosing is recommended for women who need to take PrEP every day for seven days to be protected against HIV. Whereas daily PrEP is recommended for all trans people using hormone treatment as there isn't sufficient data to support other dosing options. So, how does PrEP impact my daily life? Well, as I said, I take it once a day. And for me, I was going to say not getting too into the weeds about it, but why not? I mean, ultimately, I'm probably not having enough sex to justify having it once a day. But in terms of trusting myself to remember to take it in at those very specific timescales, I just, for me, that doesn't work. And so when it came to me sitting down with the sexual health practitioners and discussing going onto it, I realized for me, like the once a day option fitted in better. And also it just really fits in with my other supplements and things that I take. So um, although I know PrEP isn't a supplement, but I'm just saying, you know, I take it when I take my cod liver oil tablet, my vitamin tablet, um, and I guess creatine if I'm not working out, like so I take that in the morning. So it just kind of fits in to my routine. And, and I guess I get why for some people it's a bit jarring if they don't take any vitamins on a daily basis. For them, it seems quite, I don't know, procedural and, and, and uh, I don't know, 
out of the ordinary to be taking medication every day. But for me, it just kind of fits into my life quite nicely. And one thing I would say, though, so when I first started taking PrEP, I was part of the small group of people that have really awful stomach issues. Um, So it was just a lot. Like, I just, it just wouldn't stop. (laughs) Um. And I feel like part of me wants to just like heavily edit that out the podcast and not talk about the fact that I was shitting nonstop for a week. But you know what? That was my reality. I did that and I got through it. But what happens or what you can do even is speak to your sexual health practitioners and uh, they can just switch you to different uh, medication, like different prep, and then you're much less likely to have stomach issues. But it was really intense. So for some people that does happen, but... For me, at the time, I thought to myself, you know, I'm weighing the pros and cons of this. And if I have to just put up with this for a week, no bother. And literally, as soon as they switched me to a different prep, it hasn't been an issue at all. And I've not had stomach issues since. And then more broadly speaking, I guess in terms of how it's affected me emotionally, it's really given me a sense of control and it's helped me to feel less at risk. Um, And, you know, when trying to make healthy life choices. And, you know, I'm usually responsible when it comes to sex. But now I'm probably the most responsible and accountable I've ever been. Because as part of it, you have to go to um, sexual health checkups every three months just to kind of check in on you and see how you're doing and also just get you get your MLT done, as it were. So, so yeah. So it's, it, I definitely feel a lot more grounded, I guess. And I have to admit, like, it always played on my mind. Like, having known people that have contracted HIV and seen the impact it has on them emotionally and on on their lives and also the people around them, you know, it really is different. And and that's the thing, like, I feel like there's a lot of people now who don't have someone in their life that's been affected by HIV personally. And for those people, it's hard for them to understand the concept of PrEP. And they're like, oh, that's a bit of overkill, isn't it? Or what I saw online a couple of times when I was getting ready for this episode and researching, just a number of people saying that they've encountered people who are like, oh, so only one of you are on PrEP. Or just you be on PrEP and having sex with someone, you know, if they're not on PrEP, it's null and void and all that. And just all these different perspectives. And it's just... It's quite interesting, the ignorance that's out there still. And I think that's why it's important that we have these conversations. So what about you? Are you on PrEP? Should you be on PrEP? Is it something you've ever thought about? Have you talked about it with your friends or or anything? Well, defos, have a think about it. And if you're interested, um, you have resources available if you live in the UK. So if you're in England, as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been a delay to the rollout of PrEP, but it is all available now, sorry, it is available in sexual health services across the country now, and the government confirmed that. So if it isn't in your area now, it's coming, Um, but as far as I'm aware, it should be rolled out completely. Uh, Whereas in Wales and Scotland, PrEP medication has been available uh, on the NHS since July 2017 through sexual health and then in northern ireland pilot trials are running at the moment and there's no um limit on the numbers for that pilot trial so if you're considering it jump on board baby so if you want more information you can visit prep.scot 
if you're in Scotland. And if you want more information generally across the UK, it's iwantprepnow.co.uk. That's iwantprepnow.co.uk. And links will be in the show notes as always. Now, I know it's not going to be for everyone, but let's keep this conversation going and chat about it with your friends and family and your co-workers as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never know, you might actually help to change someone's life. But share your thoughts with us by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, don't forget to join the DDM community by following us over on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is Don't Date Me Pod. Now, there's still loads to come this season, and in a few episodes' time, we'll have the welcome return of one of the original co-creators of the Don't Date Me podcast. Sarah will be joining me and Emma Jane for a conversation all about pegging. That's right, pegging. Don't know what that is? Look it up. (laughs) And also, trust me, you're not going to want to miss this conversation. So hit that follow button wherever you're listening to your podcasts. Now, as we say, in the exact same way, every single week, stay sexually adventurous, don't forget to make good life choices, and whatever you do, date me. That's right, actually do date me, but only if you're not a sociopathic narcissist. Okay, see you next week. Bye! (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode. Pure diet, as it helps people find our show. Keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at don'tdatemepod. If you love what we're doing, please consider donating to UNICEF to aid the people of Ukraine. Recently, our listeners raised £410 after gift matching. You can find the link in the show notes. See you on the next episode. Hi, Sid. Oh, hey, Sid.